This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we are talking about the internal negotiation. This is a tool that I use a lot with myself and my clients, and it's essentially something that can really help us move away from this feeling of constantly self sabotaging and ultimately move us to a place where we are actually acting in accord and in alignment with the kind of things that we want and we aspire for ourselves. As usual, I would love, love, love to know where in the world you are, what you're doing, what your surroundings looks like right now as you listen to this episode so that I can feel like I'm right there with you. So please take a picture of where you're at right now and tag me on Instagram at Victoria Sardane. I cannot wait to see. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hey guys, today we are talking about the internal negotiation. It's a tool that I use a lot myself and it's something that I also go through with pretty much all my clients, regardless of what they're specifically working on or going through. It's something that really speaks to pretty much all of them. And that's because a lot of my clients actually come to me because they feel like they are self-sabotaging. Essentially, they want one thing So consciously, they know that they want one thing, but they do another and they don't understand why. It feels like there's this little voice in their head or a devil on their shoulder convincing them to take the easier route, to maybe take the path of least resistance, to maybe do the things that they know aren't necessarily serving their long-term goals. And it really feels to them like there are two parts to their being, and that can be incredibly frustrating. So examples would be maybe they want to live a healthier lifestyle, maybe they want to be more fit, maybe they want to be more productive, maybe they want to be in a loving, honest, healthy relationship, maybe they want to build their way up in their career, maybe they actually want to change career paths altogether. And although they know that these are things that they want, instead, they are maybe making unhealthy choices. They're maybe going to bed late when they want to be going to bed early, or they're choosing to watch another episode instead of go to the gym, or they find themselves constantly procrastinating, or maybe in a relationship they find themselves overreacting or getting defensive or getting angry or being impatient. Maybe at work they find themselves unmotivated or getting lazy, or they just don't take the initiative they know they would need in order to step up. Or maybe they're simply not taking that first step in actually changing paths to a career that they know that they ultimately want. So they know what they want and what they're doing is not in alignment with what they want. And that causes a lot of internal frustration, a lot of disappointment. It's something that often leads us to beating ourselves up and leads to this narrative of I'll do better next time or maybe I'll make up for this defeat next time. So the classic example is around food, right? Saying, okay, well, you know what? I messed up this weekend. I didn't eat healthy like I said I would. And Monday, I'm gonna start full force and I'm gonna make up for it. And we're gonna talk more about that in this episode as well. But really this idea of making up for it in the future, this also tends to affect a lot of our confidence. 
So we start to feel low esteem for ourselves because we want one thing and we're doing the other. So how can we feel confident if we keep acting against what we want? Right? So we start to not like ourselves very much. And a lot of us don't like ourselves very much. We're constantly talking about this struggle towards self-love, but we rarely understand that if we're struggling to move towards a place of self-love, then where we are right now is a place of self-hate, essentially, right? And a lot of us, we actually really dislike ourselves a lot. And it's kind of weird to say it that way, but it's, it's really true. And this, of course, in turn, builds parts of our identity. So what we think of ourselves, how we identify ourselves as, and it really anchors in beliefs that we have both about the world and beliefs that we have about ourselves. So this is, of course, you know, something that affects all areas of our life. If we find ourselves, let's say, wanting to make healthy choices and instead we keep doing the opposite, then that solidifies the identity of, I don't know, I have no willpower. I just can't do it. I keep setting myself goals and I keep doing the opposite. I suck. I'm useless, right? Anchors in identities, anchors in beliefs, decreases self-esteem, makes us dislike ourselves more, which we know has then a knock-on impact on everything, right? It has a knock-on impact in your work. If you don't like yourself very much and you don't trust yourself to do the best for you, then how will that impact the way you step up in a meeting or the way that you actually speak up for yourself or the way that you maybe create boundaries, right? So this impacts every area of our life. So it's definitely something incredibly important. And there's so many different ways that we can start to tackle this and we can work on this. And this is what I do not only with my one-on-one coaching clients, but I also do in the Self Mastery Solution Program, which is my 12-week group coaching program. We really tackle these core beliefs, these core values, these core identities that are not only there as a result of us self-sabotaging, but then once we've really created these beliefs and these values and these identities, they actually solidify and perpetuate the self-sabotaging routines that we're in. So it's really something that's incredibly important to work on and can have a massively profound impact, which is why I spend so much time going through this in my group coaching program, The Self Mastery Solution. I actually have a new intake for my 12-week group coaching program starting in January. So there is a wait list. If you wanna join the wait list and be the first to know when registration goes live, then you can click the link in the show notes below. But as I said, there's so many different ways of tackling this. And what I wanted to go through with you today is actually a very simple but incredibly powerful tool. And it is the internal negotiation. And this concept really comes about from this idea that, you know what, if we have a feeling that there are two parts to our being, that there are two parts to who we are, then why not treat it as though we are two people, right? If there's one part of me that wants one thing and another part of me that wants another, how is a conversation and a discussion and a negotiation between the two parts of me different than a negotiation between two people who have different opinions, right? It's actually the same thing. And it's really using the kind of negotiation techniques that we know work within two different people and actually implementing them within ourselves. And it's actually a lot simpler than it might sound. It's something incredibly easy that we can start implementing today. So hopefully after going through this episode, this is something that you can really action immediately. 
So what is the internal negotiation? Well, I'm sure many of you have heard of the quote, treat yourself like you would a friend, right? Or treat yourself the way you would treat somebody that you love. And this kind of roots back to what I said previously, we struggle to treat ourselves the way we would treat a friend or the way that we would treat somebody we love because a lot of the time we don't like ourselves very much. So it's really hard for us to actually treat ourselves the way we would treat a friend because we have this internal battle that a lot of the time we actually don't like who we are and therefore we struggle to treat ourselves that way. So I would say, you know what, if you are struggling to treat yourself the way you would treat a friend or the way that you would treat somebody you love, well, maybe you don't have to go that far, but maybe you can treat yourself at least like a human being that you respect, right? Or actually even just another human being because there's this innate respect for other people that a lot of us have that we don't even implement to ourselves, even if it's somebody else that we don't necessarily like. And this example I'm gonna go through now will clarify that a little bit. Something that I talk a lot about with my clients when we discuss the idea of the internal negotiation is the fact that a lot of us actually struggle with self-sabotage because we have this inner tyrant within us. And that inner tyrant will often say things along the lines of, look, I know you've had a busy day, but when you get home, you have a lot of admin to do. So I want you to sit down and you need to get on top of your filing or your taxes or your insurance or whatever admin it is you need to do. You need to do that immediately when you get home because you've been pushing this back for way too long now. This probably sounds familiar because a lot of us have this tyrant in our head that is constantly nagging at us. And they're not only nagging at us, but they're actually incredibly harsh and quite mean. So I don't know about you, but if somebody were to send me a text message with exactly what I just phrased, then I would politely tell them where they can go, right? I would not be taking that for a minute. And I'm sure you wouldn't either, yet we often talk to ourselves that way. And that's just something interesting to realize is we would not in our right mind ever say that even to somebody that we don't really like. If you have a colleague you don't really like, you would never say, okay, you need to get this presentation done because you are being so lazy these days, you need to get on top of it, right? You would never actually say that, but we say it to ourselves. And the truth is that when the tyrant kicks in, cracking its whip and pulling out the metal bat and really essentially shouting abuse at us, There is an inner rebel that will always act up because we simply cannot take that type of extreme force, right? We naturally will act up within us. And that's why so many of my clients tell me, Victoria, I don't understand. I'm procrastinating going to bed, right? Or I don't understand. I have so much I need to do, but I'm procrastinating scrolling on my phone or I'm pushing back what it is that I need to do. It's because this inner rebel is saying, you know what? No, I am tired of it. I have worked so hard today. I have done so much. I've given to everybody around me constantly. Now is my time to give to myself. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to scroll and nobody is going to stop me. So this inner rebel kicks in and fights back. And that inner rebel will fight back always. If the tyrant is there, the rebel is there as well. And it's this constant 
battle between the two and ultimately this kind of negotiation this kind of battle does not work it brings us nowhere it leads to internal frustration it decreases our self-esteem it makes us feel bad about ourselves it gets us in this state of of battle really we're constantly dealing with this internal war and the reason why I help so many of my clients with this is because I resonate with this so much and I know what it feels like to have this internal battle and this internal war within myself. A few years back when I was extremely into a very intense fitness regimen, I was really struggling because that tyrant was taking over all the time and my internal rebel was bubbling and bubbling and bubbling and getting so frustrated. And I essentially got to a point where I loathed and I hated that tyrant for being so harsh with me, for expecting so much from me, for pushing me so hard. And that tyrant was myself. And it wasn't until it kicked in that I realized that I had this anger within me against myself that I cued in and I was like, oh my goodness, this is so unhealthy. I need to get out of this. And that's when I really cued in and realized that I had this internal battle, this internal war that nobody was pushing on me except for myself. So I really resonate with this and I hope that this somewhat makes sense. And I don't hope this on you, of course, but I hope that this maybe gives a little bit of clarity of the kind of battle that you might be dealing with internally. And as I said, a really simple tool is the internal negotiation. And it's essentially having a negotiation between these two parts of us. And the second we actually open up to having a negotiation, it is no longer a tyrant and a rebel because the tyrant will always crack the whip right? That is essentially the definition of the tyrant is using power for the negative, using extreme force. And the rebel will always push back to anything that they've been told. So the second we open up our eyes and our ears to the idea of having a negotiation, we essentially let go of the position of the tyrant and the rebel. And we are instead just seeing it as two different parts to our being, two parts to our being that are both worth listening to and a negotiation, which is worth being had. The first step to this negotiation is really understanding, okay, where is this coming from? Where is the resistance coming from? So a lot of the time the negotiations will come in when there's a part of you that wants to do something and another part of you that wants to do the opposite. So we can open up the dialogue starting with, okay, how come there's resistance to doing what it is that I ultimately want to do or I need to do. So let's give the example of you are feeling huge resistance to getting started with your work and you're just pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing it back. Well, the first point is asking that question, okay, where is that resistance coming from? Is it because I actually haven't had enough of a break? Is it because I feel like what I'm working on isn't going anywhere? Is it because maybe I have a fear there? What the hell is going on and why am I resisting this so much? So that's always the first question. The second part is actually making it really clear and have this clear distinction between what do I want and what do I want, right? There's always the two parts of us. One part of us wants one thing and the other part of us wants another thing. So 
what do I want and what do you want? Or what does part A or what does part B? Or maybe you want to name the two parts of your being. Or maybe you really feel like the one who's constantly self-sabotaging and pulling you in the opposite direction actually deserves a name because they're a different part of you that maybe never wants to work or never wants to work out. What are they called? How can you really understand this as two different parts of your being? And make it really, really clear what both parts want. And then the third question is, okay, how are we going to negotiate this and how are we going to meet each other halfway? How are we going to negotiate this and how are we going to meet each other halfway and find something that we are both happy with? So I'll go through an example of actually something that happened to me last week. I had planned a workout, right? I had scheduled a workout and I really just did not feel like doing it. I said I would do it at 3 p.m. So at quarter to three, I was still on my laptop and thinking, oh, I can't even be bothered to get into my gym clothes right now. So I really tried to understand, okay, where is this coming from? Why don't I feel like working out? Is it because I've been too physically active lately and I actually need a break? Or is it just that I don't feel like it? And I realized, you know what? I'm hot. I'm not really in the mood. I just didn't feel like it. That was it. The motivation was low. The energy was low. It wasn't because I had maybe been doing an excessive amount of workout lately. So I knew that a workout would probably do me good, would probably get my energy back up. Maybe my blood sugar was a little bit low. Maybe I needed to have a little sip of water, probably needed to actually just get a move, right? So I really tried to understand where is this resistance coming from? The second part was understanding, okay, what do the two parts of me want? So one part of me wanted to do this one hour resistance workout that I had planned, right? And the other part of me realistically did not want to do it at all, probably wanted to keep tapping away at my laptop, maybe go for a swim, maybe take a break, anything but the workout itself. So I moved then on to the third part, which is how can I meet myself halfway? And in reality, I was so close to just scrapping the workout altogether but I went through this internal negotiation and really discussed with myself. So one part of me was saying, look, Victoria, I know you don't feel like doing anything right now, but honestly, moving will get your energy back. You need to get your eyes off your screen. You haven't gotten off your desk all day. You need to get moving. It's gonna get your juices flowing. It's going to be good for you. And the other part of me said, I cannot be bothered to do a one hour resistance workout. So then the other part of me said, okay, you don't feel like doing one hour. How about a half an hour? Can you do a half hour workout? And the other part of me said, I don't know, 30 minutes. Don't really know if I feel like doing that. And then the other part of me said, okay, how about a really quick 20 minute Tabata just to get the juices flowing, body moving. It doesn't need to be resistance. You can put some fun music on, do some fun different cardio exercises, get moving and then I agreed. So there was this negotiation where I was so close to scrapping the workout altogether because I did not feel like doing the one hour resistance, but I managed to negotiate it down to 20 minutes of fun cardio Tabata. That was exactly what I needed to get my energy back, to get drive and my focus for the rest of the afternoon. 
So once again, this is a really simple tool. It's nothing absolutely revolutionary, but it's something that I genuinely find helps me so much because we often get into this mindset of all or nothing. We often get in this mindset of, I have a 45 minute workout planned, don't feel like it, so I'm not gonna do it. Instead of really allowing this negotiation to come in and find a happy medium where both sides can actually get a little bit of what they want and what they need. Now, a big concern comes to mind when we speak of this, and this is a concern that a few of my clients have shared with me and also my audience on social media because I have talked about this topic in previous masterclasses and webinars and Instagram lives, etc. And that concern is, okay, but if I'm always so soft on myself, right? If I'm letting myself go every single time I don't feel like doing something, then I'm never really gonna do anything. And I totally understand where you're coming from with that. If that's your thought right now, I completely understand the narrative. And you know what? I still think that in a situation like that, where let's say there's something that you absolutely need to do and you don't wanna do, and there's no real negotiation possible, right? There's two different ways of approaching the situation. You can approach it from a place of how you would react if, let's say, your friend or your sister or your mother were to be dealing with this concern, or you can approach it as the inner tyrant within you and crack the whip. Let's say a friend of you is saying, oh, look, I really just can't be bothered to go to this networking event. I know I probably should go because I might meet the right people, which will help me in my career and it might be good for me ultimately, but I can't really be bothered, right? And maybe this is just something you need to give yourself a little bit of a push towards. If this was a friend of yours, I highly doubt that you would be cracking the whip and telling her, look, you keep postponing things. You never go. You need to put in an effort. Why are you being lazy? get off your butt, right? Or if you were being like this to your friend, realistically, they wouldn't be your friend for very long, right? So you would very rarely speak to them like this. But what you might say is, look, I know you don't feel like going, but why don't you just take it one step at a time, right? Don't think too far, simply get yourself ready, get out the door and get there. It'll be good for you. Once you're there, you'll find the energy, you'll start speaking to people, you might actually enjoy it. And I know you don't feel like doing this, but you've done things like this before in the past. You are strong, you are capable, you're an interesting person. There's tons of people there who cannot wait to speak with you. And it's your responsibility to go and to show them what you have to offer. So you can speak to yourself as a tyrant, or you can speak to yourself as somebody that you actually respect, that you actually wanna help out. You are on the same team as yourself. And if you keep treating yourself like you are somebody on an opposing team, then you will not move forward. You will constantly have this inner battle where you're pushing to the right and pushing to the left. It's like an internal tug of war. Instead of realizing that you're on the same team, moving to the same side of the rope, and if there's two people pulling to the left of the rope and no one pulling to the right, then you're really gonna be able to move forward there. So really think of this internal negotiation as we are on the same team. It is not me against myself. It is not me needing to push down the part of me that is telling me to skip my workout or to procrastinate or to go out with friends instead of move forward on my projects, right? It's not about killing that person off or pushing them back. It's actually realizing that they have something interesting to say, they have something worth saying, and if you negotiate with them properly, with care, with respect, then you can actually convince them to move forward 
and that will make you a lot stronger. So I hope that this was interesting. As I said, all the way at the beginning, this is something that is very practical. That's something that hopefully you'll be able to start applying immediately. Those three steps that I went through for the internal negotiation are number one, understand where the resistance is coming from. Number two, really making it clear what do both sides of yourself want. And number three is finding a way for you to meet yourself in the middle and either find some type of compromise or give yourself the positive talk to pull yourself in the right direction. I hope that was interesting. I would love to hear what your takeaway was. I'd love to hear if this is something that spoke to you, if this is something that you're gonna be trying out. If you have any specific examples of times in which maybe you do try this out this week, then please send me a message on Instagram and let me know because I always love to hear how you are applying this into your daily life. As I said before, if you often find yourself in a place of self-sabotage and you think that going deeper into such concepts as your core beliefs, your core values, the identities you might hold on to yourself in order to truly understand why you might be self-sabotaging, then my 12-week group coaching program, The Self-Mastery Solution, helps you do that in only 12 weeks. You can move from a place of self-sabotage to a place of self-mastery my clients have made incredible, incredible progress in just these 12 weeks. And I would love to have you there to join my January intake. We're going to be starting on the second week of January. So if you are interested in that, you can join the waitlist. Registration will open up next month. So be the first to know by joining the waitlist in the show notes below. In the meantime, guys, I will see you next week for a brand new episode.